And in this podcast, I talk about the revelations of today and things of the past that correlates with today. So today I'm going to be talking about the Illuminati um, and money. But first I want to give you a scripture. I want to go to Matthew 6 and read from 19 to 24. And it says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, for moth and rust doth corrupt, and what thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and Maimon. And as you know, Maimon is a demonic spirit over the lust and greed of the pleasures of money. So you can't talk about the Illuminati without talking about the Maimon spirit. The Maimon spirit always have a crisp look to it. It has a look of, I've made it, I'm successful. It has a look of glamour. It don't show you the dirt and the evil that it, it corrupts the world in as a principality spirit under the fallen state of Lucifer. So the Maimon spirit is the spirit behind money, which we read about in Matthew 6. I want to discuss the money. When you go to the grocery store, you go buy you pack of chips, right? Just for an example. When you buy that pack of chips, you're spending your money on your debit card or you have cash. That currency goes from that store to a bank like Wells Fargo, um, Wycovia, if they're still open, um, Capital One, things of this nature, it goes to the banks, right? After the money goes into the bank, the banks turn all the money into the Federal Reserve. While the Federal Reserve burn the money and make new money to keep the currency flowing throughout the United States. Well, as I've said before, the currency or Better yet, the Federal Reserve is no more federal than your uh, famous footwear code. It's no more famous. It's no more federal. Hey, Sister Cheryl, God bless you. It's no more federal than your McDonald's code or your Wendy's code. The Federal Reserve is owned by private stockholders who gave, who um, bought the stock from the United States. Um, hey, big sis, I pray you're doing right. I pray you're doing good. God bless you and healing in Jesus' name. Uh, I'm talking to a sister in Christ who's um, during the program, a big sister of mine, a mother of the church. Um, so the Federal Reserve is owned by private stockholders. The private stockholders, their ancestors or their forefathers or whatever you may want to call it, made a pact 
1913, if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong, by the number on an island where they had Congress to fly out and they bought out what belonged to the United States and it gave free reign to the private stockholders to own the money in the United States. The Federal Reserve is owned by whom we know as the Rothschilds family. Before David Rockefeller died, they left him in charge of the federal of the of the money in the United States, even though he was with Chase Bank. Uh, but that was his job working for the Rothschilds. Um, God bless you, Eli. Good to see you, big bro. Um, so. And everything that's going on with the Illuminati, you got to understand that they own the money. When you go to Forbes to see who's the, the richest people in the world, one thing you will never see is the Rothschilds family. Why would they be in a category with the richest people in the world like Bill Gates or the guy who owns Amazon when they make the money? So to them, that is belittling to them. Um, they consider themselves of Jewish descent. So they they say they inherited through their bloodline. The Rothschilds is not actually the real name of this bloodline who's the head of the Illuminati. The Illuminati was started in 1776 by Adam Weissop, who was a Catholic Jesuit and a college professor in the Bavarian Society, which is Germany. The Catholic Church told him to stop being in the politics and involve himself with monetary gain and focus on his duties to the Catholic Church and that in, in him being a college professor. He would not listen to the Catholic Church, so the Catholic Church annexed him out because of his role of being defiant. So Adam Weissop said he's found an old religion and this old God. And him and the head of the German 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 army, um, and um, this guy who had so much money, where he lent money to kings and queens throughout the nations, got together and formed what is known as the Illuminati. This is fact, not fiction, on how the Illuminati was started. Now, everybody else might hear, might be fact, might be fiction, but this is historical documents, what I'm talking about before I get to the other things. So his main goal was to infiltrate the largest society group in the world, which was known by the Freemasons. So Adam Weissop, who started Illuminati, took 2,000 college students with the money from the financial backer of the Illuminati had them infiltrated the Masonic order and changed everything that had the meaning of God in it into Luciferian ideology, Luciferian teaching. So where when you go so far up as a master mason, you have to deny if you're a Christian or other religion and follow after the after Gato, which is the great architect of the universe, and follow the Luciferian rule. The Luciferian rule is that when Adam and Eve was in the garden, 
they was Neanderthals, and Satan told them to eat from the tree that burned knowledge of good and evil, which God told them not to eat from. And when they ate from the tree that burned knowledge of good and evil, their eyes were open, and they were no longer Neanderthals, but what we are as modern man. So the so the Luciferian teaching, the satanic teaching, is that mankind was Neanderthals and God wanted them to stay that way but Satan wanted them to be smarter so he told them to eat from this tree and they became smarter and that is one of the ideologies, the teachings, false teachings of Satanism dwelling with the Illuminati and high levels of the Masonic Order which was infiltrated where they changed it up because the Masonic Order never had anything Luciferian to deal with it. it used, matter of fact, it used Bible scripture in the beginning. So that's why only some biblical people who are Masons only go up so far because they don't want to be tainted by the uh, teachings from the Illuminati, which is already endowed in the whole doctrine. But let me concur. Um, so what you what you know is or what i know that i want to tell you if you don't know is that there was a banker in england he had four sons he sent his four sons into four different countries throughout europe at first this banker had a corner store and he opened up a bank this was in the 1700s when this banker established that one of these bankers actually got with Adam Weesop, who started Illuminati and became a financial backer of him because he was the backer of kings and queens. They had so much money, this family did, that they could lend money to different countries for them to pay, pay them back. Them same bankers in the 1700s who, who helped fund the Illuminati took over what we know as the Illuminati and they have banking systems today. So you 1700s, 1800s, 1900s, 2000. So for the last 300 years, they have been planting banks all over the world. They own the money in America. They own the money in, in the Ukraine. They own the money in the United Kingdom. They own the money in um, Great Britain. They own the money in all of the European nations that deal with the Euro. The Euro is owned by the Illuminati. The American dollar is owned by the Illuminati. Um, they create wars to maintain their, their um, social way of dealing with things with the world. And that's why we get a lot of things as far as um, what they call themselves angels of society. When things get out of hand, they'll create a war because money more money is made in wartime than any time there is peace so if there, if a war break out right now and it lasts a whole entire year they will make more money since 9 11. the last time that we actually really just start trying to go to war or the order there's a storm you make more money during wartime than peacetime so it brings back a change into the economy so the illuminati does not only own the money they deal with things like the trilateral government, uh, I mean, trilateral com uh, committee, um, United Nations. The United Nations is funded, was funded, and still is funded today by what's called Lucifer Trust. You hear me talk about this all the time. They're called Lucifer Trust now because they're laying out of Lucifer. Look it up for yourself. So 
when you go and you fight and you kill for this dollar bill, if you're doing it in vain, you're doing it for the demonic spirit called Maimon. If you're doing it to survive, to make life better, not only for yourself, but for others, and you're doing it and you're living according to God, you're doing it under a different spirit because there's black magic on the money. The dollar bill has an owl on it. So this owl represents when you're dealing with uh, secret society groups, it's called dualism. Remember dualism. Dualism means that one thing means another. Okay. An owl represents sin in darkness. That's why there's an owl on the dollar bill. The eagle represents the it represents the phoenix out of Egyptianology. The phoenix is said to die and come back resurrected out of the fire as the phoenix bird um, after 400 years um, or something of that nature. The eagle is represented on that level because God uses the eagle to show resurrection or rebirth because when the eagle is... Um, gets too old, its feather gets too thick, its beaks get too long, its talons get too long to, to grab food, its beaks gets too long to eat, to, 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 to um, swallow the food, and its wings get too many feathers where it's hard to take flight. So the eagle goes on side of a mountain and it beats its beak on side of the mountain till it breaks. Before it does that, it rips its talons out of its claws, out, out of its feet. Uh, it, before that, it plucks all its feathers out. So now the eagle is dying of infection. There's there's a bloody beak where a beak's supposed to be. There are feathers ripped out of the wings and the talons are bleeding where this thing is literally bleeding to death, subject to infection. And that eagle sits on the side of the mountain and all this hair falls off and it becomes a bald eagle and it, and it transforms and it beak grows back like a young eagle if feathers get untainted and get untangled and grows grows thicker and stronger and the talons come back and it comes back as a form of a resurrection that's why the bible refers to an eagle because how the eagle comes back that's how it is when you come back when you're saved you come back in that form in that fashion but also you got to understand dualism secret society groups and the cults use dualism to 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 try to manage us 9-11 when 9 was created 911 was created for you to call on a number higher than God. This is this is illumination. So when you dial 911, 9 plus 1 plus 1 is what 11. 10 is the highest number you can count to. 10 is considered the number of God by some sectors because after 10, everything is in repetition. So when you dial 911, you call it on the power higher than God. That's dualism. You know what I'm saying? The Twin Towers, which was hit by, by two airplanes, represents the number 11. You know what I'm saying? It was hit on the day 9-11. When you look at dualism, you see things of this fashion. But anyway, back to Illuminati. So for anybody who joins the Illuminati, look at the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill. It represents the head of the, it represents the 13 bloodlines. 
The pyramid has 13 levels. And there's a capstone hovering over the pyramid with an eye in it. That's called the Eye of Horus. That same eye is represented in dualism looking different because that same eye is actually the eye that was a part of the logo of Time Warner Cable. That is also the Eye of Horus, or was also the Eye of Horus, because Eye of Horus, because now we don't no longer see that entity around. So the Eye of Horus represents rebirth of Osiris, which was a sun god. Okay, so we, we stuck on rebirth. Osiris fought his brother Set, and his brother and his body was broken down off into thirteen pieces. Actually, fourteen pieces. Only thirteen pieces were found. The thirteen pieces that were found of this sun god represents the thirteen original colonies of the United States of America. The fourteen piece of the sun god was never found. It represents his male aspect, or what we call the male reproductive organ was used to make babies. This is the same Osiris um, depiction, which is called Opsilis or Phallus pole used in Baal worship. This same long pole which sticks about the ground represents the male aspect of Osiris. It's the Washington Monument which sits in front of the Capitol building. It's the monument that sits at the Vatican. It's the monument that sits in Sydney, Australia and through different countries throughout the world. It's called Bell Worship and it's the male reproductive organ of Osiris which was not found representing the Illuminati. That's because of this, since Osiris was defeated and since he was a god, he went to the sun and became the sun god Osiris and came back reincarnated as his male um, counterpart, his son Horus, which is the eye on the back of the dollar bill, rebirth. That's why in the book of Ezekiel, if I'm not mistaken, it's chapter 14 talks about Tammuz, the women weeping over Tammuz, facing the sun and worshiping. Tammuz is Horus, the island back of the dollar bill, facing the sun, worshiping is worshiping who is Nimrod, which in actuality is the sun god in Egyptian called Osiris, but in Babylonian he is called Nimrod, and Nimrod is mentioned in the Bible in chapter 11 of Genesis, which states that God said, man working on one accord can do anything. Let us go down and see what man is doing. So they, God and the angels and the Holy Trinity came down and see man building this great monstrosity into the heavens, and mankind was saying, if if God tried to destroy the earth by water again, we'll be higher than the flood. And if God tried to destroy the earth by, by fire, we'll be higher than the flames because Enoch had already gave a prophecy about fire before he had um, went to heaven without dying before the flood even came. You have to rewind that. So... Nimrod was called to be a mighty hunter. The Illuminati uses Nimrod as a main focus of their teaching because Nimrod had the first new world order. He had the first empire after the flood. So this first empire after the flood was all about Satan worship. 
Satan worship in the beginning wasn't called Satan worship, it was called sun worship. That's why you get hundreds of years later, you get Osiris, the sun god, which is Egyptian, which is the representation of Satan. That's why when you're worshiping the Egyptian gods, and people say they want to go back to how their forefathers worshiped, they have to understand that their forefathers worshiped what was Satanism in the old times. That's why Africans get a lot of their voodoo and hoodoo that was passed down from the Egyptians and from the uh, mysterious bloodline of the Nephilim, which were half human, half gods, who were sitting in position as gods over Egypt. You might need to rewind that one. Okay, Nimrod was said to be a mighty hunter. This is why the Illuminati represents Nimrod, and Nimrod represents the Illuminati. Nimrod was, Nimrod was said in the Hebrew tongue to Shalal, which means a change, which was said to be a gibberine. A gibberine is like he changed his body features, his physical features, changed to a certain form of demonic possession where it distorted his body and look. This was the first new world order where Satan thought he was going to run the world. So God says, let us go down and see what man is doing. Man working on one o'clock can do anything. He supernaturally confined the voices of mankind, changed the way that they talk through their warrants and through their mind frame and sent them to different corners of the world pertaining to their speech. While doing this, they took the teachings of Nimrod and Satanism with them and created pyramids for their human and animal sacrifices. That's why you see the Incas worship the sun god. You see the Mayans worship the sun god. You see the Egyptians worship the sun god. You see the Chinese worship the sun with their pyramids. You see it all over the world. And because at one point of time, the world was under one rule. So Satan's new endgame is to bring the world under one rule again, using the monetary system and the mark of the beast. And the Illuminati is the head of the monetary system, which was started by the Rothschild family. So when the Rothschild family started the Illuminati in the 1700s and took over the monetary system, um, Abraham Lincoln said this during the battle of the North and the South between slavery being free, people being free, and people not being free. How you doing now, Mr. Muhammad? Good to see you, Mr. Barry. God bless you, my brother. So one thing about it. Abraham Lincoln came and went on record and said this. He said, my biggest battle is not against the South, but my biggest battle is against the bankers. Because the bankers was trying to infiltrate the United States banking system and the Illuminati was trying to infiltrate even then, but they didn't successfully infiltrate until 1913 during the signing away of the federal, which we know as the Federal Reserve to private stockholders who now actually own the money in America. One thing about this you need to know is that since they couldn't infiltrate, they came in through what we know as um, theater. They came in, so the Illuminati came to the United States through acting silent movies, 
and the movie industry. So one of their first locals in the movie movie industry um, during silent films were the woman holding a torch representing illumination, holding a torch, five rays of the sun on her head represent Osiris. Uh, she represented the goddess, which was goddess worship. So when you go into goddess worship, you have to look at Ephesians. When Paul battled against the, uh, the people of Ephesians, they were worshiping Diana. Um, when you see goddess worship dealing with movie stars, you see male figures dress up as female figures to represent the male and female mixture of homosexuality dealing with an homorphodite having two sexual features, but actually represent the goddess uh, Aphrodite and the in the in the in the false god um, Hermes. So you see a male aspect with a female aspect, which also represents the Baphomet. The Baphomet is the part of Satanism dealing with the Illuminati that's over the music industry. So the music industry part of the Illuminati is represented through the Baphomet. Everything is tied into the monetary system. So the monetary system would be the outcome of everything that you need pertaining to a physical need and the need of the flesh because you have a need to eat, you have a need to have a roof over your head to supply the needs for your families. So the Illuminati used the monetary system because in the end times, the monetary system will be ruled by the one world government as we know as um, the Antichrist and the Mark of the Beats. So the Illuminati has to, even though it's a spiritual entity, it has to use people. Where is the Illuminati prevalent in the United States? Where else is the Illuminati present in the uh, United States? Excuse me. When you type in Illuminati backwards in any search engine, the first thing you will see will come up is the NSA, the National Security Association of the United States of America. Anytime Illuminati is typed in backwards in a search engine, Preferably, I use Google. You will see the National Security Association of the United States, which means that they're saying that Lucifer represents the security of the United States of America, even though the United States were found on Christian beliefs. I'll try to give you the time to register that for those who might not understand. So the Illuminati has been showing their face throughout the centuries. The way the Illuminati, the Illuminati was caught up after they was first formed by Adam Weissach and the Bavarian Society, which is Germany, is that there was a package leaving one country to the next. This is historical documents that you can read upon yourself. And a carriage was struck by lightning, and in the carriage there was... A, a, a pamphlet or documents rather. There were documents that were secretive. The man in the carriage died, so when the police pulled the documents, the documents showed where the Masons and the Illuminati had a plan to infiltrate the United States and take it over. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Hodges. God bless you, my sister. Amen. Amen. We got the research. You know what I'm saying? 
We got to know. We got to know the schemes of the enemy. Enemy. They research us. We have to research them. Amen. Thank you for your wise, your, your wisdom, man. I so appreciate you, sis. So, this carriage was struck by lightning. And when this carriage was struck by lightning, it revealed the documents for the United States to be infiltrated and overran by the Masons and the Illuminati. The Masonic Order and the Illuminati went to court. They were given a slap on the wrist by the European nations, the European government, and it was sent on their way. And read it for yourself so so you can get a better clarity than what I'm giving you because I'm kind of speeding through it. So if I do say something wrong, believe me, the facts, the facts is, is on is, is, is on the internet. It's in it's in documentation on paper. Um the Illuminati went underground. It was never heard for again, actually, to be on the surface, always working in the shadows. You know, Satan does his best work in the shadows. So the Bible says you can't have two masters. You can't serve Maimon and you can't serve you can't serve Maimon and serve God. Either you hate one and love the other, or vice versa. Nowadays we're dealing with pandemics and viruses. When the AIDS virus came out. It will put in the black people to see how they will react. People said that was a cure for it, but you had to have money for it. Nina came back again, these, this pandemic. Now we see at the forefront of it, uh, it's called now the coronavirus. Now, is money behind this? It's a good question. We'll find out in the end. But something fishy about what's going on with it. But the Illuminati. It's fixed on breaking everything under a one world government. Starting with what we need the most, money. And using that to infiltrate our minds and our hearts to the point where money is becoming 